0: Greetings and welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, to episode 299 of the Words About Games podcast, the weekly news, culture, and gaming podcast for words about games. I'm your host, Amy K. Alexander, joined this week by, by the insulated one. <laughs> it's Mr. Daff and Moody. How you doing?
1: I am not bad. It's Monday you know what that means everyone it's video game discussion time
0: it's time to talk about video games but not really talk about video games because those are all of our other
1: videos yes yes (laughs) time to talk about the video game industry it hasn't burnt down yet i ran out of matches (laughs) (laughs) sorry about that
0: i'm getting more i'm on it i'm on it okay (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> turns out you need those big
0: matches you know those like long ones
1: <laughs> the really really yeah, long yeah, ones
0: Kylie yeah, <laughs> the little tiny little matches that cost 35p they don't cut it
1: don't cut it no. they don't cut it <laughs> fuck how's it going Rudy <clears throat> I ain't bad not bad at all uh, like I said before, off stream only eight yeah. weeks left, and I'm done with college. I'm kind of, kind of happy about that. I'm not gonna lie.
0: That's
1: fair. That's fair. Yeah, kind of happy. Yeah, we've talked about your about college that. experience, and that's all. This last year, yeah. And
0: how uh, how things have been going, and like it's nice that there's a finish line. Like you got the light at the end of the tunnel. Line.
1: I see a light. There is a light. I see a light. It's getting too. ever closer. It's ever getting closer. That's good. Don't know if it's a bra- I don't know if it's a good thing. I mean, can you can you hear? Like
0: in the distance.
1: Well, I'm pretty deaf the, uh, half the time, so probably not right now. Well, got your headphones in, just like, and
0: then you trip a little bit and you're like, oh, that's weird. I'm walking down railway tracks. Yeah, I'm sure it's nothing. Oh, look, the light at the end of a tunnel. Get me
1: Why is that light coming? Wait, it's coming it's coming closer. Wait, it's coming closer really fast.
0: <laughs> What's that idea? <laughs> Get out
2: of the way, dickhead. <laughs>
1: Ow. Get out. Are you tub of lord.
0: No no, no, no. I'm insulting myself. You call yourself That's a fine. dickhead, but you can't call yourself a tub of lord, <laughs> I refuse to allow it. <laughs> 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 Some things are just over the line.
2: <laughs> but I
0: said it, so it's not over the line. Well, I'm not letting you, I'm not letting you say that about yourself, Alright. So there. Only I'm allowed to insult you on this podcast. Well, if I'd said that about me, you would have had the same reaction. So no. I win. But you're not at all allowed. Yeah, exactly. Neither are you. Shut oh, up. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't make me come over there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll pull the curtains back. <laughs> this so is all just an elaborate set of buildings outside your, outside your house. Like. Green screen in your car. Mm. That's, why I'm, that's why I'm wearing a jumper, it's a bit nippy. Just.
0: <laughs> it is nippy. It is, it is nippy. Like, I went to the gym today, and uh, I got out of the gym, and I was like, fucking boiling, yeah. And I got out, and I put my sunglasses on. um, And... Uh, and then I was like two seconds, I was like, Fucking hell it's cold. <laughs> it's
2: not gonna be cool. Never oh. thought
0: I'd be like putting my hoodie on like immediately after like running around treadmill for like an hour. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, what's going on? I was at the beach eight days ago. You were I'm never I'm not letting this go. Like I don't like I'll never complain about it being cold. I'll always complain about it being hot, but I'll never complain about it being cold. And um But like, I just wish it was like consistent, you know, like, I feel like we've had every season possible in the last eight days.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. Like there was one day where it rained, hailed, snowed, then came sunny all in one day. Oh yeah, right. I walked from, I was meeting someone,
0: um, I know exactly (coughs) what day you're talking about. I was meeting someone and I walked from the bus station down to the down to the, the, the train station. Uh, Actually I was meeting them at the Starbucks next to the train station and it was sunny as fucking out. Like again, sunglasses on, just walking down, you know, like it's it's not warm but it's mild. And but the sun's out, so it's nice outside. And then I got to Starbucks, sat down, met them, they finished their cup of hot chocolate. We walked outside, we got halfway up the street, it started snowing. <laughs> not a little bit either it started proper belting snow down we ended up hiding in McDonald's just like what the fuck's going on man I mean I know what's going on and I could answer that question myself but mm-hmm. what are you mm-hmm. going to do mm-hmm. what
1: are you going to do nothing nothing we're going to do
0: nothing apparently like, let's just let mm-hmm. it happen
1: we are
0: we are letting it happen we sure are mm-hmm
2: mm-hmm
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if there's anyone out there watching this podcast or listening to it who's like, wait, what are they talking about?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, are like, what happened? Oh, I do. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Educate yourself, <laughs> <okay. Education. clears throat> I guess. Education! I got nothing for you at this point.
1: No, no, do no, no, I. Bit crazy. Yeah. Well, it's been really weird. It's been a we- really weak, really weak, <laughs> really, a, weak we- really weak, really yeah, weak. Yeah, is that like, a word?
0: Is that a sentence? I, it is now. we made it. We made it a sentence. I've made it a sentence. Yeah. It's it's for me an up and down week for me. I think, um, but like in no monumental ways, right? It's just been like you know, like did some stuff that was fun with friends. We played Faz last night. It was just fucking awesome. It was indeed. Um, some other stuff I don't not gonna bring up on the podcast because you, you, you. I'm not gonna bring my whole life up on the podcast, but then it's like you know, oh, everything else that's been going on in the in the week is just like, oh, she fucking Christ, dear God.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, it really um, is. Uh... Why do we let the rich people <clears throat> be rich
2: <laughs>
0: exist? I feel like at this point, like. I don't know. Like it's it's wild in it, like <laughs> so few people can ruin so many lives or days or whatever. Like, I mean I don't even know if I can afford to have all these lights on behind me anymore. <laughs>
1: Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty it's much too, it's, it's too many lights. It's too many lights. <laughs> I'm I'm afraid to turn the heating on. <laughs> as you can tell. It's a good <laughs> goal. I like,
0: <laughs> My My like streaming podcasting recording setup is basically doubling as my heating. So, you know, I'm doing
1: all right. <laughs> You're doing all right, yeah. It's warm yeah, enough. It, it's uh, yeah, it's like Uh, We're only four months into the bloody new year, we're 25% through, and it's like, first four months have been crazy. They really have been a bit crazy. At this moment moment in time, there's a war going on right now. (laughs) There's a war going on. A million (laughs)
0: people caught COVID in the UK last week. Um, Prices have
1: shot up. uh, Everything is becoming
0: unaffordable. Yeah. (laughs) Um, marginalized communities, all marginalized communities, it seems like, <clears throat> are currently in the again. I'm just, I, I mean, I'm just referencing <clears throat> the UK, but I'm sure this is worldwide. I just like getting the shit kicked out of them. And I'm not even yeah, yeah. really talking metaphorically. Um, do you remember at the end of 2020 when it was like hey, everybody was trying to manifest like a better 2021? <laughs> Like we were, like people, we were just all naive and thought, you know, New Year, New New Me, <laughs> like everything, everything can't get any worse, surely.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, that like for me, this year has been better than last year, sure, 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 sure. But um, yeah, it's still a shit show at the same it's time, a fucking shit show. <laughs> like it's crazy. I
0: I, I wonder if that. I mean, I know for you personally, this year is always going to be better than, than last year, and that's totally fair, and I respect that. That's wood. <laughs> but I wonder... <laughs> wood, wood. I'm finding wood. Here we go. Um, I wonder if, like, well, you know, everything's still a shit show, but, you know, like, I wonder if it's just Stockholm Syndrome. We're just used to it. Like, it, it's probably a bigger <clears> shit show <throat> than last year, but... Like the bar was lowered so much that like it just (laughs) it doesn't feel that much worse.
1: (laughs) The bar was so low. That's what happens when it's been ten plus years of Tory rule. All right, the bar is just so low. Like we just, it's like we're so numb to the pain now. It's just like yeah, okay, yeah, pretty much. I I did appreciate um,
0: the video of Rishi Sunak trying to pay for petrol.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed the video of him trying to say, I'm in the same position as you to a, to a, to a, to a, a single mother who, who's looking after two or three kids and saying, I have kids as well.
0: Well, yeah, you know,
1: there's a bit of an asterisk there, though, I have <laughs> kids as well. You
0: know, we've all got to, we're all going to suffer from these price rises equally. Like the thing is, right, fucking <laughs> Tories, right? And I said my piece on Twitter uh, at some point during the whole conversion therapy ban thing. Um, so, like, i I'll, i I'm about to say something that's gonna piss off anyone who like is a Tory, but like, I would hope you're not here anyway. And if you are, you can fuck off and leave. Um, it's just like the thing about I forgot what I was gonna say after making that caveat. The thing about <clears throat> the thing about Tories is, and like shit, people in general is like. They just say whatever they want and get away with it. Like they just lie all the time. They lie
1: every day, yeah. Like they
0: just make whatever shit comes into their head first, right? They'll just they're just like, yeah, that sounds good, and then they'll say it. And and like people will be like that's not true <laughs> or oh, that's not correct. And it doesn't matter because that enough Does people it? just buy it. <laughs> yeah, oh well do. You must know what he's talking about. He's the health minister, you know, like like that somehow conveys like expertise. Like,
1: yeah, our health minister's a banker. Guys.
0: Yeah, our health minister's a, a banker. Our chancellor doesn't know how to use a debit card. <laughs> I mean.
1: I'm just saying,
0: if I was writing this, right, because, you know, I've done a writing degree, I've done fiction writing before, and if I wrote this script for 2022 so far, right, I would read it back and think, I don't know, like, this is a bit much. Like, this seems to be stretching it a bit. I think I need to tone it down a little bit here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is a bit on the
1: nose. Yeah. Yeah, it's. i'll 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 never not say my piece when it comes to the tories at all so like i'll say this like i've always said it to every much i say at least once a month but i'll say it. yeah i don't think i've said it yet this month Fuck the tories and if you vote for the tories fuck you as well (laughs) (laughs) i will not help you in any any state whatsoever because you are actively harming millions of people with your vote yeah yeah, you voted for liars. Like you'll see people who
0: clearly voted Tory, <clears throat> and they'll be like, "Oh, imagine like cutting people out of your life or stopping being friends with people because of politics." And I just sit here like un- under the boot <clears throat> of the government, like that is on my throat, metaphorically speaking. Just being like, it must be really nice for you to be able to like not <clears throat> you'll to have your life be like minimally affected by this stuff, right? <laughs> so that you could actually say that well i'm choking yeah, like, to death <laughs>
1: with what happened last week or like the week before with the announcement Both, really. of, us, of 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 one of their members um i was thinking literally thinking that he that person is not going to be there that long the chain of events <clears throat> the chain
0: of events was last week was fucking ridiculous <laughs> like even to it really me. was Like he had the fucking the whole thing kicked off at the beginning of the week, you know, can a woman have a penis? And then like the and then Boris Johnson stands up and and does a speech and he starts his speech off making like a fucking transphobic joke. And then like hours later one of his MPs comes out as trans and he stands up in the in in the houses of parliament and he's like, Oh, you know, yeah, you're gonna we'll support you however we want, (laughs) like however we can Turns around a day later and is like, "But we're not going to ban conversion therapy." <laughs> and then turns around a few hours later and goes, but "We are, but or, but not for trans people." And you just like, my head is spinning. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's happening in this country?
1: It makes, yeah, yeah. I it's can't
0: like, deal with like, oh god.
2: <clears throat> ah,
1: it's the craziest thing ever. It really is. I like nothing it really, for you. like really really is <laughs> it's bonkers it really it is absolutely bonkers um but uh um, yeah no, we're not here to talk we're not here the stories, to talk and about politics, politics like because we've just scared everyone it away, could take so. it could
0: take it could take the entire two hours <laughs> just for me to like wrap my head around the events of the past that week. whole event yeah um, that whole chain. <laughs> just that whole chain chain of events but instead, let's start the show. This is the Words About Games podcast. Every Monday, you can get the video version of the show on YouTube.com slash wordsaboutgamesUK. Or you can get an audio version on a variety of platforms including Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and a few platforms that we've never even heard of. Uh, this timestamp's in the description wherever you choose to get your podcasts so you can see what we've been chatting about. Skip around if you don't want to listen to the political talk, although I guess it's too late now if you're listening to this part of the <coughs> podcast, or you can watch the entire podcast backwards if you like. We don't mind. We're just happy that you're here. Uh, if you'd like to support the show or our content directly, you can buy some coffee over at... Co- uh, I, don't, I don't know how to say this website... Because it's like co-fi dot slash words about games, or is or do you say the letters K O dash F I dot Or do you co- just say coffee? Because then it's like, but there's a dash. Isn't it?
1: Just <laughs> like sci-fi ko-fi.com? Ko-fi. Well, it's it's supposed to be coffee, right? Like cause
0: that's is what it? you do. You buy people a coffee. Yeah. Kofi.com slash words about games. Uh the links in the description. Uh, lastly, if you want to hang out with us while we play some games, head over to twitch.tv slash wordsaboutgames. And if you want to hear us talk about and review some video games, we publish reviews fairly regularly on our YouTube channel. I was writing one just before we started recording. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. That's good. Played a video game this weekend. That wasn't Elden Ring, Moody. <laughs> Imagine my surprise. <laughs> <laughs> But let's dive in. Uh, we've got some news to talk about. And the first news story is E3 <clears throat> won't have a digital show this year either. This is from Brendan Sinclair <clears throat> over at gamesindustry.biz. He writes, The Electronic Entertainment Expo is taking 2022 off entirely according to multiple reports. Quote, Just got an email. It's official. E3 Digital is officially cancelled for 2022. End quote. Razor PR lead Will Powers posted on Twitter. A representative of the Organising Entertainment and Software Association did not return a request for comment, but IGN has since said it independently verified the cancellation. <coughs> Excuse me. The ESA originally called off the in-person component of E3 2022 in January, but said it was, quote, excited about the future of E3, end quote, and told people to expect more announcements soon. The last time the ESA completely cancelled E3 was after the pandemic started in 2020. Last year, the trade group brought back E3, but only as a virtual event taking place in June. Uh, And then there was an update, which basically is (coughs) E3 will return in 2023. Officially, it's not happening in 2022. Um, I wrote a couple of notes at the end of here. Number one, Jeff Keighley confirmed that the Summer Game Fest is still going ahead this year. Number two, the PC gaming show has been announced and is still going ahead despite a lack of E3. So, summer is still happening. Like, gaming summer is still on the cards. E3 has just again chosen to bow out for some reason.
1: E3 really have no idea. They've taken a battering. They were taking a battering before the pandemic. And when the pandemic came around, they just got, they literally just got dropped. They were literally power bombed through multiple tables and they still haven't got back up yet uh <laughs> um, it's a wrestling thing right wrestling sure. thing indeed Amy. Yeah. Wrestling wrestling sure. indeed i hope everyone is enjoying wrestlemania over this weekend and i hope everyone enjoyed ring of honor because that was pretty cool i enjoyed that but yes um they are they haven't recovered and they still haven't recovered then they did their thing last year which was Heavily criticised and heavily panned by, I think pretty, pretty much everyone that I heard got involved in it or or bought the pass or whatever and whatever they did to get. Oh, yeah, parked. yeah,
0: you bought a pass to get like insider access and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I forgot about
1: that. Yeah, and I think like they were heavily criticised for just what was in it, a part of it, I everything, mean, especially with the amount of money I think people paid for it, and they haven't recovered and. <clears throat> We've said it for, we've been saying it for years. But I think it's literally like it is literally on life support. E three. It's if it ain't dead yet, it's literally on life support. I know, like they so what they do is they pretty sure They said that they will return next year. You Sounds said like this threat. last year, guys. You said this last year. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, yeah,
2: it's like
0: so. You could you could you can like let. Anything that went wrong and didn't happen in 2020, you can like forgive and understand, right? Because 2020 just went fucking haywire almost immediately. So, like, you go E3 is not happening in 2020. Fair enough. Like, 2020 was a fucking disaster zone. Um, And then they came back in 2021. I don't know what the crack was with any of the behind the scenes stuff or like the industry insider access stuff. All I know about is obviously the shows that were on and so like from my own perspective e3 was fine but nothing spectacular but like i generally find that that's true of all e3s (laughs) and i don't know if people remember this but summer game fest 2020 lasted for four months that was way too long (laughs) we were all burned out by july (laughs) and we had to get to august with that shit um but like i don't know like I was just, I just, I can't believe it. Like, I know people talked about, like, oh, yeah, no, there's rumors swelling around E3 is not going to happen and in 2022. And I was like, surely, because there's no reason for it not to happen in 2022. Like, if you're going to take a year off to come back stronger in 2023, like, you say it's <clears throat> on life support, Moody, but I'm like, the ESA feels like it's, pl- it's pulling the plug on the life support I, with like this it. announcement. Like, Jeff Keighley exists and is going to do another Summer Games Fest. And the Summer Games Fest last year
1: was a lot better than the Summer Games Fest in 2020. 2020. And hopefully that means he. Hopefully this year he's listened to the criticism of last year and shortened his two-hour freaking show. He did. So that was way too long. It was. but it down to, get to Elden. Rick. Just to get to Eldon, <laughs> I'm sorry, but get to, just to get to one game ain't enough. I'm sorry. All right. It's like all these trade shows are too long. Like. <laughs>
0: Like, yeah. there's only a couple that I feel like I've hit the sweet spot um of like length, and that's Nintendo with their directs. Always then I've never sat through a direct and gone, well that was way too long. Um and I feel like like a couple of the Indians like know what they're doing, like, and, like with timing and stuff, like the wholesome games directs are always really good. Um and I never feel like I'm sitting there for ages. But <laughs> Like, E3 wasn't in a great place before 2020. Like, let's just throw that right out there right now. And we were reading, I remember reading in 2019, their plans for what they were going to do for E3 2020 with you on this podcast um, which
1: was baffling, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> like they sounded horrendous. <laughs> and
1: we, like, if I remember rightly, it was we want to get more of the content creators involved, yeah. and everyone was like, "No, we don't want any of that. Keep those they, fuckers they away to, from the place." Yeah, bliss. they wanted to get it, like more <laughs>
0: online because that's where everything was going. Which is fair enough. That's because most people consume e3 online online yeah um but it was like let's get content creators involved and there's going to be like wasn't there going to be like a basketball thing going on there or something like that? and there was all sorts of weird shit where it was just like no you're diluting the thing that people want from e3 which is video games like that's all people yeah. want from e3 <laughs> they want video yeah. games and they want memes that's it so the two things you need to provide and you were like trying to provide like these 12 other things in in between like the video games and the memes and it's like well how are you fucking this up this badly um so i think it was kind of a blessing in disguise that e3 didn't happen in 2020 um for e3 um and like last year's showcase was last year's thing was was
1: fine they they were all just fine yeah last year like there's no standout real standout uh show really of of since the since the pandemic started or anything like that and i know like they're still all evolving they're still trying to understand what's happening and yeah. trying to get on top of like work be doing digital events and everything sure. thankfully like 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 you've already said like you already said nintendo i think are the only ones who have really properly nailed it i don't think they've really had a blown blow us away type of stream yet but um not recently yeah uh but um they do it in such a consistent way playstation i think are slowly getting there but like when they've done their individual ones i think i've been kind of enjoyed them i enjoyed the one for the last of us part two i enjoyed the one for ghost of Tsushima, and i enjoyed the one for horizon zero dawn but they're still like it's just like where's that, the knockout blow for us to come back and go <gasps> type of thing and we're still waiting for that from all of them really the PlayStation Five showcase
0: in twenty twenty was really good.
1: Yes, um, yes, was because really really know. good. Yeah, yeah, yes.
0: But everything else has just washed over me. Like, yeah, and like they haven't nailed it the way that they've nailed E because when they did E three conferences, like they just they were the masters of the E three press conference before they, they pulled out. Um, and and like they haven't really nailed it with the state of players. Like for me now, like. <laughs> I barely watch State of Players anymore like I'm just gonna th- I'm just throwing that out there right now it's like we're gonna have a State of play. it's gonna be 20 minutes long with all these games I'm just gonna do something else <laughs>
1: like, like yeah like, like yeah us supposed to be frank the last one they did was boring it was alright I guess I suppose
0: like it's not the games themselves that are showcased because they showcase some cool games it's literally the way that they're presented in um, for me personally and and hey Xbox are in the same boat like nothing they have done in the past few years has ever risen above fine for me um, so I don't know I like that I think they need to I think both companies need to work on their presentations um, not the content of their presentations but the way that they present their video games and I think E3 needs to do the same thing like unless E3 are going away to come back in 2023 to do whatever it takes to get <clears throat> everybody back together for for E3 like what's even the point of E3 anymore when Jeff Keeley yeah. can put something together
1: <laughs> yeah that's the thing about it like Jeff Keeley, love or hate him like and we're I like well I think it's fair to say we are both very mixed on well how he does certain things there's no doubt about that um I my it. <laughs> he he I was being very politically nice there, I think. <laughs> I'm just gonna um, drink my water. Because of, because of I think if we dived into it, we would be here for another two hours. <laughs> but um, no. Um like he came the he brought he, he brought us kinda all together in twenty twenty when it like when when A three was cancelled, the whole thing was happening with the pandemic. Yes, by the end of it we were just like, Oh my god, this is four months, what the hell's going on type of thing. Yeah. and and I think we're like multiple times we were like saying where's PlayStation where's PlayStation why haven't PlayStation showed themselves yet what's going on PlayStation type of thing while we're all in the pandemic <laughs> you're releasing
0: a console <laughs> where Through are, the are pand- you <laughs> yes. show,
1: it, show the fucking thing type of yeah, thing so um, but he kind of brought us all together to, to, to come to like like, yeah, he games and everything, and he really put us. I think he really brought did up, did the overall great job doing that, bringing us all together. But yes, just how he spread it out was terrible. But then, but then, like, love or hate the game awards, millions and millions of people watch that freaking thing a year. I mean, I like, he brings it. so many people in, he outshoots E3 every year. And like it's a ama- it's it's was like obviously like they decided they wanted to go in a different way in twenty nineteen but not 2019, 2020, before the whole thing went like I've already said, um. But for me, E three, if you want to survive, literally just get on get back on board with Jeff Keighley because you were doing gr- good stuff before. Like I watched just I watched the stuff where he was on when he was doing E three presentations, brought on people. He brought on uh, like James game journalists or high profile content creators, and they always had good conversations. and think, and I really enjoyed that. And now it's just like they want to go, f- they like they probably want to try and get the Logan Pauls and all that, and the KSIs and all that crap. And the E3 and E3, that's probably what E3 would on. And Jeff Keevers was like, No, you're taking it all away and put thinking it all about them instead of the games. At least he does, for the most part, do a focus on the games. He just doesn't call out shit (laughs) at the same time when he's because he's just he can't. He just can't, and he won't. He doesn't want to hurt his precious little thing because he knows he's in a very privileged position. At the same time, one small slip will literally get the biggest companies to tell him to piss off and say we're not going to help you. We're not being at your award shows. We won't allow you to talk about our games or anything like that. They could literally gag him, and he knows this. That's why it's a stupid thing, but I can see why he's doing it. But. Yeah, E3. If you want to live, get back on board with Jeff Keighley. For me,
0: no, like I mean, it's fair. That's one. That's one opinion, and I respect that opinion. But E3 doesn't need Jeff Keighley. Like E3 just needs to fucking because, like you know, E3 has (coughs) existed long before Jeff Keighley was um the guy that brought all of the game adverts to us. Um, get everybody back together. Have press conferences, right? Like, and they don't have to be actually, like, in, you know, the, the theaters and, and with the stage shows and whatnot, you know. Let everybody just do their own thing. Like, there is, there are so many barriers put up That's that true. people like PlayStation and EA and Nintendo just went, nah, we're well, good. See you later. Like, we'll do our own thing. And it works for them for the most part. Like... So what, like e, the ESA just needs to do whatever it can to 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 pull everybody back together and to make E three a celebration of all video games. Yeah, that's it. I can see it's that. simple. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, the solutions to these things are really complicated, and I'm sure it's not as simple as just like yeah. giving everybody a call. What do you want? <clears throat> what do you want? Like you know, I've I've seen people talk about the <clears throat> the astronomical prices for like. Actually being at E3. Like, companies. Companies to actually be at E3. Apparently, the prices are astronomical, from what I've read. And it's just, like, lower the prices then. Like, lower the prices. (laughs) You're only going to be able to trade on the name E3 for so long. Before, it doesn't mean as much anymore. And especially if you keep taking every other year off. (laughs) Like because you're going to lose relevance
1: very quickly uh, the way that it's going right now yeah no it's all about it like right now we say around E3 still because i think because that was the only time when like when people did companies decided to release games around the due time area but eventually it'll be the summer games fest area yeah and uh, and E3 like said like 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 i think like we're pretty close to like where we where, where like it's if they're either they're on life support or they've just pulled the life support type of type of thing and yeah like either way they need to do something there's no doubt about it definitely change the prices but they need to come to a they do need to the school yo big companies we need to talk
0: yeah like whatever what can is- we
1: do we got to try and bring come back together, not only for yourselves, not only for us, but also for the fans. Because at the end of the day, the fan, this is one of the biggest commercial things out there, where it can profit, it can not only just help LP three, but it can also help you help yourselves. How what can we do to do things better and everything? But
0: pretty much like whatever is in the way of <clears throat> companies like EA and PlayStation coming back into the in, like, come back into the fold. Just get it out of the way, and keep well, the other it. stuff as well. Like keep all of the cool indie game showcases that have sprung up <clears throat> in the past couple of years. You know, like keep all of the smaller stuff. Like make it a big celebration of all games.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you can do. Yeah, there's uh, there's enough space for everybody. There's no doubt about that. Oh, definitely. But, but we'll see. I'm sure we will I just remember Years ago I was just thinking I would love to go to E3 And I'm now Ah. just (laughs) like I never wanted to go to E3 (laughs) I I always went Oh I would love to go there That's fair And I'd be knackered and everything You've got to remember Like you knew about E3 Way before I did I didn't find out about E3 Until 2023 Like I've stated many times When the Playstation 4 Was revealed And all that 2013 2013 yeah you uh, said, said 2023 I, I was I know, like oh I know, he's, I know. A time, he's a time traveler oh a time traveler yeah guess means it's coming back guys we're going back to the playstation 4 <laughs> because you can't
0: manufacture playstation 5s <laughs> no yeah
1: uh yeah 2020 uh, 2013 <laughs> so, i read, um, I read some some rumor
0: article thing um i don't know when but it was in the last few weeks where it was like oh they're gonna make a playstation 5 pro and i was like Motherfuckers can't even make PlayStation
1: 5s. <laughs> like, are they gonna sell PlayStation another PlayStation? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw that rumour, which is not a surprise that rumors of that are starting to come out. It's like two years now into the life cycle of the PlayStation 5. I know what I definitely what you're seeing is spot on, they can't even manufacture them now. But uh it's not a surprise that we're hearing those rumours.
0: Well, hear, I will not be. Oh, well, yeah! It's if we hear the Switch rumors. Pro. We'll hear fucking rumors about it until the day we're all fucking dead yeah. in the ground. But yes, exactly. Because you know, exactly. like the the Earth is going to burn up before the next console generation. But exactly, like I don't know. It's just like no one can ever be satisfied with what they've got, and in this case, what they can't even get a hold of. Exactly. <laughs> it's twenty twenty two. we still can't buy a PlayStation Five. barely buy an xbox (laughs) i got one i'm gonna have both but (laughs) took some fucking work (laughs) speaking of playstation sony unveils new playstation plus options that combine plus and now together This is from Wesley LeBlanc over at Game Informer. He writes, PlayStation has finally pulled back the curtains on its heavily rumored relaunch of PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, and as expected, it combines Plus and Now benefits. Spread across three tiers, PlayStation Plus Essential, PlayStation Plus Extra, and PlayStation Plus Premium. One of these is basically what Plus has been for years. At the same time, the other two add in Now's backward compatibility features. All three tiers launched this June, although PlayStation did not reveal an official release date. So here's the three. There's a breakdown of the three tiers that will be available in June. So you've got PlayStation Plus Essential. I'm not going to go through the benefits. That is just PlayStation Plus as it currently exists. Um, it's going to cost $9.99 a month, $24.99 a quarter, or $59.99 a year, which translates in the UK to $6.99, $19.99, or $49.99. Then you've got PlayStation Plus Extra which includes all the benefits from the previous tier, and adds a catalogue of up to 400 of the most enjoyable, (laughs) their words, not mine, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalogue and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. The pricing on this is $14.99 monthly, $39.99 quarterly, or $99.99 yearly. Uh, which translates in the UK at $10.99, 31 99 or $83.99. <coughs> Yikes. Um, and then you get PlayStation Plus Premium, which is the top tier, which includes all of the previous benefits, adds an up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games, available via cloud streaming, a catalogue of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PSU and PSP generations, Offers cloud streaming access for original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers in markets where PlayStation Now is currently available. Customers can stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles and PC. Uh, And it also includes time-limited game trials, which will also be offered so customers can try select games before they buy. The pricing for this is $17.99 monthly, $49.99 quarterly, or $119.99 yearly, which translates in the UK, is £13.49, £39.99, or £99.99. Uh, there's also a PlayStation Plus Deluxe, uh, which will be available in select markets, which is basically um, premium, but at a lower price for people who can't stream, it's where streaming's not available. Um, I'm going to hold off on the notes I've got at the bottom, so we can discuss this, this bit first. Um... What do you think?
1: What are your thoughts? What I thought it was gonna be at the end of the day, that they would have certain things all tier systems and everything. Um It sounds alright, like um it's no doubt about it. I think if whenever I got a PlayStation, whenever I get a PlayStation five, I will probably just cop out to the premium one and just get that get that one straight away. And yeah, I think it's it sounds good. It all depends on like how how many games of the PlayStation, PlayStation Two, and the PSP generation work can get on there, and how uh, is the PlayStation for three games with the clouds, with cloud technology going to work with that and everything? Well, because... that's just PlayStation now.
0: Which is something that someone pointed out to I me mean, that I did not consider when I originally read this. Which is they just doubled the price of PlayStation now. So like huh. if if you if you Subscribe to PlayStation now and actually like enjoy and use PlayStation now. You don't have to pay t- double to-, to access it, which I was like, damn.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, the pricing is a bit... Fuck. <laughs> but it's a bit bulky, there's no doubt about that. Like, like all of those benefits that you're currently getting for
0: uh, whatever the price of PlayStation Tower is, it's like, damn, now you got to...
1: Cheap, premium, premium is cheaper than Game Pass.
0: Yeah, premium doesn't offer the same as Game Pass, which we'll get into later. Um... Like, no, no, I'm just talking about, like, I'm talking about the, the, there's people out there who just subscribe to PlayStation now because they want to play P- PlayStation games on their PC and
1: stream yeah. the games that are in the PlayStation now category. Just got fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. Everyone gets <laughs> fucked when a new, new thing comes across. There's no doubt. Someone gets fucked all the time. I mean, so I, I don't even have PlayStation Plus right now. I just, there's no, literally no benefit
0: to it for me. Like, you get some free games. It's like, I guarantee the ones I would be interested in have already played.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and the this is last PlayStation the... Plus game I played was Destruction All Stars. <laughs> so, you know. I'm good. Damn. I'm good, thanks. Um Like I don't know, like it it like for all the, the hype and, and, and everybody hyping up like they're gonna reveal it this week and like we even talked about it on the podcast last week. Right? It was like they're yes. gonna reveal it this week. Like let's wait and see what it comes out with, and then it's like so what's, like, yeah, cool. Like, you're going to include all of these numbers of games in, in all of these different tiers. Okay, which games? Ah, we're not going to tell you which games. Yeah, cool. Then, like, my opinion is, I don't know. <laughs> like, is this good? No idea. <laughs> like, it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it could not be. Like, I don't know. Shrug. It's cool that this is happening <clears throat> and, like, backwards compatibility is coming to to playstation uh, 5 consoles playstation 4 consoles i guess um but like i don't know what's coming in backwards compatibility so i can't really say like yeah this is gonna be great like i'm gonna play all these cool games it's just i'm very mad on, on it all right now
1: i'm not surprised it didn't reveal what games we were gonna be in it oh no first. like
0: obviously they're not gonna come out with the list but like th- that's kind of my point it's just like this is a for me I don't want to say a nothing announcement because obviously it's not because now it's an official thing and we've got prices for the different tiers. But it's it's very much a... Like, I can just wait until the state of play where they talk about it, like, what they're going to actually offer you. Or the blog post or whatever they do to, like, announce the rest of it, basically. Where it's just like, I could have, like... I could have skipped over this, like... And waited and been fine with it, like... It's cool, but, you know... (laughs) How cool is it? No, I don't really know right now.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I see where you're coming from. From a certain point, there's no doubt about that. But at the same time, I think, like... This this whole thing speaks to the PlayStation gamers, the ones who are all in that ecosystem. And uh, they... uh, Congratulations, guys, girls, non-binary people. There, like you've got. You, I hope you've got what you've really been screaming out for, and everything. And that's fantastic. If you have, an everything. Um, I think what live with them seeing June. I think that basically confirms when we're going to see them next. Either gonna be May or June. Yeah, we May. Yeah, May or June, something like that, for when they're going to speak again. And that's probably when they're potentially probably going to have their next big event. If they if they have a quote unquote big event type I of really thing. well Like
0: if we're assuming if we sit here under the assumption that god of war isn't coming out at the end of the year it's like i don't know that there's a point um in having a big event this summer whereas they could just have a state of play specifically for this and then do a showcase like later on in the year um and that'll like the because the, they've yeah, done that the last okay. couple of years where they've had a showcase like towards the end like later in the year and then that's probably where you want to that's probably where they would wanna like be like, hey, like here's a better look at Spider Man 2 and here's like, God of War Ragnarok um, and all the other games that have just left my mind.
1: <laughs> Potentially, yes, there's no doubt about and that. Back like... three, baby. <laughs> yeah, didn't I hear they thingy that name or something like it's that? Somewhere Think... in here. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, it's um yeah, well, we'll see what happens what they what they decide what they want to do with whenever they want to reveal something if they want to reveal something they are very precise I think it's fair to say when they want to talk about something in everything yeah. like like the last one was all about the Japanese uh, the Asian side of the product of the games that were coming out in effort um which probably was a great great market employee for in Asia and effort uh, obviously like if, over here in the western audience it was a bit dull for a lot of people uh, good for people but, who but like those kind of games yeah that's what about, like I said. but um i think uh, yeah yeah uh, i'll be fascinated to see what they say next
0: yeah like uh, there's a playstation are a company who have definitely in the in the in the recent past been guilty of revealing things far too soon yeah um so it is like it is nice that they've started to, to shift towards like not like making us wait like 10 years for games um I mean, they're still not great at it. I, I don't think there's been a massive AAA PlayStation game that hasn't been delayed in the last few years, but they're getting better at it, so I can appreciate that.
1: I still think... I I do agree to that there is... I would not be surprised if God of War Ragnarok is pushed till next year, but like like I've said before, like, they are... Like which everyone, everyone apparently, why for some reason called them all out for, they they reused a lot of new a lot of the assets from that's the how from game Goddle development for. works. I, I, like I know I was gonna.
0: No, no, too. I'm just saying it not to I you. Know. I'm like I'm just <laughs> saying it out to the people I've lost my patience yeah. with people who are that's complaining fair. about reused assets. Like I heard yeah. it all in Elden Ring. Oh, they're using all this stuff from Dark Souls Three. It's like that's how you make a fucking video game. You absolute losers. <laughs> Wow, I'm coming, exactly. in with coming with some fire today.
1: Coming with some fire, damn girl, you go. Patience but, um, is gone. <laughs> that's fine, <laughs> but no, yeah, that's all. So, if they like, so it would not surprise me if it did come fall fall twenty twenty. I mean, yeah, like,
0: do I think it's coming in fall? Do I personally think it's coming in fall twenty twenty two? No. Um, would it shock me if it comes out in fall twenty twenty two? Also, no. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't expect it. But like, it's not like a Breath of the Wild situation where I feel like I was just waiting for the, the delay announcement. for the announcement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it might not happen. Like, and I like, yeah, I, like I'm basing a lot of my opinion on whether God of War comes out, not on like the things that we've seen or like the state of the game in the last state of play. I'm literally basing it on the fact that, again, as I said, PlayStation delays all of their games every single time. Like that's why they I'm really expecting do. them to delay this
2: one.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's all no that about it. a lie. Our friend Elf, she's like... (laughs) <laughs> if it gets announced to this cup this year she's like <laughs> like that in fantasy critic <laughs> I see you elf I see you elf she might
0: just about catch me up if it comes out um, might maybe yeah. I got some notes <laughs> uh, I got some notes Let's. I want to read uh, some Jim Ryan stuff so there's two bullet points here let's read them both uh, speaking on the latest PlayStation podcast SIE president Jim Ryan confirmed that the platform holder is working on further deals to buy developers and also from Ryan quote the games that we make are getting bigger, they're getting better, they're getting more beautiful, they're getting richer, the narrative is getting stronger. This is really great, and gamers tell us this is why they really want this is what they really want from PlayStation. Now, I have to say, putting these games into a subscription service immediately upon their release would break this virtuous cycle. <laughs> okay. And we wouldn't be able to invest in the way that we're currently able to. So we're not doing it. We're gonna to stick to the approach that we've had as and has served us well under many years now
1: ryan just come out and be honest and just, just, yeah, say, just it. say it we want to double it we want to double dip just say it it's not it's not it's not a shame just to say it we don't want to put them in there they'll we be can't in- afford it
0: like just come yeah. out and say that the thing that we like we all know as games we industry observers is true yeah. you can't afford to do that it's fine don't worry about it
1: yeah, there's no shame. It's Nobody no cares shame that bad. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's plenty of fanboys. I'm sure that are like, "Oh, lol," then I can't even do a game. Pack. it's like, "Yeah, but like, you're gonna pay that seventy quid for the game either way." PlayStation exactly. players, so you know,
1: <laughs> exactly. But, um, but yeah, they want a uh, double
0: damn too. Yeah, obviously,
1: <laughs> no doubt about it. Because um, that's how
0: the sorry, that's how the instant game collection works right? on PS5. You own the game even if it leaves the game collection, like you add it to your library. It's like PlayStation Plus in that way, as long as you've still got the subscription. Uh, So even if it leaves, you still own it. So they'll get people coming in who, like when Horizon Forbidden West comes to PlayStation Plus, whichever tier it is, Essentials, (coughs) like you'll get people subscribing to it just to own the game.
1: Yeah. And I will also be very, would not be surprised if Horizon's not in by the end of the year. We'll see. Probably, but um, Maybe. it sold very well. So it's done a very, it's done very well. So yeah. people buy games. Um, Even Xbox has found that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I said, Xbox doubled it themselves. They all just, the time. They just but but they they just they just it as it's all in Game Pass. Yeah, but if you want to buy it, still you can
0: still do it. <laughs> their thing is Game Pass first. PlayStation's thing is is the game first like it's just two strategies and obviously <laughs> they're very different like s- subscription tiers like yeah. people keep comparing playstation the new playstation plus to game pass that's the wrong mm-hmm. move you should be comparing yeah. it to nintendo switch online because that's the comparable yeah subscription service here
1: yeah yeah
0: and it into nintendo better. right easily <laughs> quite easily it, yeah, it is better than that um yeah, yeah. Like just I could say that even not miles. knowing what games are in in the PlayStation
1: Plus one. Like I can say it. It's better than yeah. the Nintendo's Switch one. Um well, just that only released five games and be like fucking hell, please least she had one job. One job PlayStation. <laughs> you couldn't even release anything that I wanted to play. Um, <laughs> I'll say this like bigger. No. No, Ryan. No. Ball Beautiful? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it Dep- sure. d- d- Depends on the definition of beautiful, I guess. When it comes to this, like, I think some of the some pixel art games are some are far more breathtaking than 4K visuals and all like that. But I want live Last of Us Part Two. It was a damn sexy ass game, and so was Horizon. And what I've seen of Elden Ring is a sexy ass game. I will never deny that. But I, I mean, think for me, art pe- style will always trump graphics. But I get what he's I get what he's trying to say with Yeah, that. no doubt about it. Look uh, at Ratchet but, Look at Ratchet and Clank, Clank. Yeah? Oh Jesus oh, that, That's yeah. like That's stupidly beautiful There's no doubt about it Narrative, yes Give us more narratives Yeah, we love a good narrative If you give us Better, richer narratives Hell freaking yes You wanna go crazy Like you did with The Last of Us Part 2 You bloody go there You go there Richer? <laughs> Sorry, I thought you
0: were going to do each, each one. Oh,
1: richer. They're um, getting
0: richer. I mean, PlayStation is certainly getting richer. Like, look at those microtransactions in GT7. <laughs>
1: haven't they stumped that out? Haven't they? Uh, they give, the price, they haven't gave they? a lot
0: of people a bunch of credits, and I think they're looking into fixing it. But like, let's not forget, yeah. they brought those microtransactions out, and they were bad, and then they fixed it by making it worse. <laughs> before they made it better. (laughs) And these are the guys who are going to release 10 live service games in the next five years. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to that shit show.
1: (laughs) I won't lie. Like, Joseph Moran, how you spoke about that, I think you sold both me and Amy on this. But with how they've acted on Gran Turismo, we're just like... Yeah, uh, like, hell no. Come keep it away from when, this. When when me
0: you and Joseph <laughs> talked about it on the podcast, it was kind of like a thing of like I'm not opposed to it because they're not going to just make live service games, so I'll still get the game, the narrative games that I want to get from PlayStation. But maybe yeah. something will pop in these live service games. And we had this really nice, cool, nuanced discussion, you know, with the host of one of the best PlayStation podcasts on the internet. And then Gran Turismo Seven came out, and I just went,
1: all right, nah, fuck that. <laughs> Because he, tran- <coughs> he said transmedia, he was and it just sounded sexy, <laughs> but no, <laughs> uh, we still love you, Joe. Don't worry, um, but yeah, sounds gay, I mean, <laughs> if
0: um, <laughs> like if GT7 is like an indication of where this is going to go, like, I'm out, I'm good, <laughs> I'm you fucking keep it <laughs> but hopefully they've learned lessons don't be so greedy <laughs> or don't be so transparently greedy i mean we all you know
1: capitalism in it moody it's halftime it's the halftime show of indie game of the week and it's a game that picked. Moa, me who who Here? Who? Here? Who? Here? who 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 me yes me fashion police squad is a humorous retro first person shooter where you fight against fashion crime using an array of enhanced weaponry <coughs> clean the streets of socks in sandals as sergeant des they an experienced single player full <coughs> sorry <coughs> single-player story full of fabulous characters dazzling encounters and finesse runaway shows each fashion crime has a fashion solution and you'll need to choose between your weapons carefully to fix each fashion uh, flux pass F- close enough <laughs> each enemy needs something Be it a splash of colour or all the seams taken in. So you'll need to switch to and use the right weapons for the right situation. Picking the wrong weapon will do nothing to your enemies. So time to choose wisely. It is developed by Mopful Games and will be published by the amazing publisher that is No More Robots. It's coming to PC via Steam in 2022. Link's in the description. <clears throat>
0: that was cool. I didn't have to do any work for Indie Game of the Week this week. You just dropped a link in the Discord halfway
1: through the week, and I went, sorted. you <laughs> saving, saving, saving me a job. Yeah, I saw Mike uh, tweeted this one out, and I was like, let's have a look. I like it. I like it a lot.
0: It's cool. I like the concept. I love a good, like, stupid, fun game, you know, like,
1: yeah it does t- the t- t- scream that out stupid and fun what a
0: weird concept i know right some video games mm-hmm. can be stupid and fun um and that's fine um yeah i know fashion police squad it looks fun watched the trailer looked at the looked at the images screenshots that's what they called i was trying to think <coughs> of the word screenshots um read the text did the thing like and i was like cool it's on uh, my wish list let's uh let's do this is it on my wish let's list let's do this don't remember if I put it on, but it'll be on there by the time this podcast comes out, and it should be on yours as well. It is again, I'm talking past you <laughs> to them, <laughs> Being the Bulbasaur, yeah. yeah. Bulbasaur, it's come on, Bulbasaur, fucking new, and get this game on your wishlist I haven't even seen your Steam wishlist list yet, Bulbasaur, doing Indie Game I of know. the Week all year. And Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) Ah, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, Sylvester Stallone. Just keep doing what you do, and I don't want you to punch me in the head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Sylvester. Yo,
0: Sylvester. (laughs) You suck, (laughs) man.
2: Your steam. Your steam wastelust sucks, but (laughs) oh
1: shit. Yo, Adrian. (laughs) We did it. i got a steam list. i list. <laughs> what a great film, though. Jesus. Great film, indeed. Um, great franchise. Just, we just yeah, ignore the fifth one. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what. one. When Stallone boycotts it all, like, we're good. If he says, nah, don't watch five. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, let's get on with it. Let's do
2: this.
0: Let's let's get on. Part de... State of Decay 3 report details troubled development. This is from Tom Phillips over at Eurogamer. He writes, A new report has shed light behind the scenes <clears throat> of State of Decay 3, the upcoming open-world zombie game from Undead Labs. Details published by Kotaku include allegations of sexism and mismanagement at the microsoft Own studio and paint a picture of a game project which is still struggling to get off the ground years after its official reveal. State of Decay 3 began pre-production in late 2018, though developers at Undead Labs were reportedly poorly managed and the project took several team reorganizations to get off the ground. Staff have claimed the game's public announcement in 2020 was too early, and at that point Undead Labs, quote, didn't even know what it was, end quote. The report also alleges sexism, that female employees were ignored or blamed during meetings and subject to sexist remarks, as well as failures by HR. Rules on meeting etiquette reportedly had to be enforced, though it did not solve these issues. In 2018, when Undead Labs was bought by Microsoft, staff said the concern had been an enforced change of culture. Now staff say Microsoft should have done more. One staff member said, quote, We were afraid they would come in and change our culture, but our collapse came from within and we could have used Microsoft's help, end quote. The subsequent switchover from previous studio boss Jeff Strand of former ArenaNet exec Philip Holt as head of the company also caused friction, it was reported, as well as frustration over the company's allegedly ineffective new HR boss Ann Schlosser. It was here last summer, after several public testimonies of working conditions, that Microsoft apparently did step in. In September, Schlosser, quote, quietly left, end quote. However, the damage has been done and a wave of departures followed. Holt's plans for internal demos of the game also caused problems with staff departures and a lack of focus, seeing plans eventually shifted and employee behest. Employee on the, opinion on the game now seems mixed. Some say it has finally turned a corner, while others are more skeptical of how the project will continue with further departures under the studio's current leadership. Uh, Holt said it in a statement issued in response, quote, I recognize that some of our employees, current and former, have shared that their experiences at the lab weren't always positive. Our past culture does not exemplify who we are now, nor who we want to become. We have seen a lot of change in the last few years. We have an entirely new leadership team, including a new HR director and department in 2021, hired about 75 employees since the beginning of the pandemic and have transformed the demographic makeup of our team. We've already seen that our ongoing cultural transformation is creating a better workplace for the team, which leads to better games for our community. I am proud of the work we have done, humbled by the task in front of us, positioned to learn from this experience, and committed to doing better every day.
1: End quote. (coughs) Hmm. right. okay, so first of all, I'll just say this as I have to. Fuck HR. You literally suck. (laughs) The amount of times we've heard how f- failure of HR is getting beyond of a joke now. Uh, two, fuck the sexism that happened in this company. Like, you should never be Dominion or uh, blaming the women or anything like that or whatsoever. Like, they worked their asses off to get to get you a game out and everything. And you've clearly just slammed the door in their faces and just blamed them. That is disgusting. Screw you all for that. A little bit of an L on I'm just gonna say, like I said last time, a little bit of an L on Phil Spencer here as well, because at the end of the day they've come up, they've even says they should not have revealed the game in twenty twenty. They that means that this game we ain't seen this game for a while. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean
0: I think I feel like even when because this was at the big E three not E3 thing, wasn't it? Like, yeah, they had yeah, the big show. And yeah, I remember, yeah. like, State of Decay 3 happened, and there was a reveal. Yeah. And I feel like our color, like our collective response to seeing it, that game announced was, huh? <laughs> really? Because, like, yeah. the game, the, the previous game had just come out. They were still making... Content um, for the, Yeah, they were still the making event. expansions for that game. So <laughs> it was like, what the fuck's this doing here? Um, and then, obviously, we haven't heard from it since, and, I mean, we know why. Um, like... The thing is, and and there's something in this in this post that really is struck a chord with me what? in like in terms of like things that we've talked about in the past for for the way Microsoft has approached buying game studios, which is at the beginning of the spending spree when they started buying a lot of studios, like it's even mentioned in here, one of the employees uh, of, of Undead Labs says like there's a worry that Microsoft is gonna buy the studio and they're gonna change the culture of the studio. And that that was a worry. Like when Microsoft started buying companies left, right, and center, a lot of people, myself included, even looked at the situation and it was like, "Oh man, I hope they don't like ruin uh, in Exile or Obsidian or, or like whichever companies that they were buying at the time."
1: Yeah, and
0: yeah. and like it's, I don't know if it's ever not dawned on me properly, but like it's really put it on a sharp focus that like that's not necessarily a good thing that they haven't done that, like. Being completely hands-off which is kind of how we f- I feel like the narrative has gone with Microsoft by with all of the studios that Microsoft has bought like they're getting really hands-off and just letting them do their thing well I mean in the case of Undead Labs letting them do their thing wasn't a great idea clearly um so maybe there is a balance to be struck between yo you know you make great games keep doing that but <clears throat> you need some oversight and maybe you need some some like direction and some leadership or maybe you know we need to step in and fix certain problems that exist at the studio because you know there's the big elephant in the room as i'm saying all of these things is activision, activision. blizzard <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's yeah, like yeah, we yeah. can't really keep the culture of
1: activision blizzard or i hope not <clears throat> um so i only hope yeah. my only hope when it comes to like activision blizzard is because because it's all out there and everything they would just be like we gotta when we buy it we gotta get in we gotta gut the places get in proper teams reorganize get these staff getting paid properly blah 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 and everything like that Damn. if that means games take a lot longer to get to get delayed and get pushed back because of it fan freaking fantastic you do all that you need to do this there's no doubt about that and hopefully maybe because this has happened phil spencer's maybe took a, a bit of a hit in the chin and he's just like I got maybe we need to get a little bit more hands on here with the studios. Make sure they are n- there's no shit going on behind the scenes where no one where people feel uncomfortable, feel like they're getting pushed out, getting again, fe- basically again felt like they're getting blamed and everything like that. We gotta go in and make sure maybe they just need to do this. Um I'm glad they've gone in and they've restructured the entire thing. And hopefully by the end of this, we will get a great game when it comes out of it. I'm rooting for State Decay. I did not enjoy one two was a boogie mess for me personally i just well, didn't click funny. with it. it yeah and so i'm hoping like three is like the trailer What was revealed for tra- three even though it is a cinematic it was just like ooh. i feel like we're in anthem territory here where it's like the trailer that we
0: saw has no bearing yeah. on whatever game is currently being developed at undead labs yeah
1: yeah that because because of what they've because of this, this whole of thing this, yeah. says yeah that whole trailers now was literally in the bin yeah Pretty much, we don't know what's going to look like. So for me, it's like if anyone thought we might see State of the K three sometime this year, maybe just like a what further down, like a game, like a gameplay reveal or something like that. I don't think you're going to see this until probably. I mean, employee. I mean, it <coughs> says right here, employee on the game
0: now. Employee employee opinion on the game right now now is mixed. So yeah. there are still people who work it on Dead Labs who are skeptical of how the project is going to continue under the studio's current leadership. Because remember, like Microsoft stepped in and did some stuff. But the person who was in charge of Undead Labs throughout this entire fiasco is still in charge of Undead Labs. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure what's going on there. But like, mm, he talks about learning and growing and stuff. It's like, you know, there was a time. They all movie. say that. They yeah, all say there that. was a time, Moody, when I used to give people who said this stuff the benefit of the doubt I've heard it too many times. I'll I'll believe it when I see it in action.
1: (laughs) That's fair. That was completely... But yeah, I think Microsoft need to
0: take an L on this one because they've clearly let this continue um, when they shouldn't have. Um, Hopefully they have learned a
1: lesson from this. I'm trying to remember. When did they buy them? 2018? Uh, 2018. It was one of the first ones because... Yeah, Yeah, when they did that big reveal of like What was it eight studios or something they bought all at once? Or revealed that they bought Yeah,
0: like it was when they bought a lot of studios that they'd already worked with in the past. Like some that I didn't even realise they hadn't didn't already own. Um yeah. Like so here's the other thing. So we've now got this story about Undead Labs and their culture was bad and then they bought got bought by Microsoft and it was bad. (laughs) Continued to be bad. We're not really I don't really I'm not really sure what the it looks like now. But we also have the initiative basically falling apart. Um yeah. <laughs> another L for Phil Spencer. Which is there's a what I'm saying is I know two I know two things don't make a pattern. But they do start a pattern. And I'm starting to wonder if there's a pattern emerging here with Microsoft's management of Game Studios. Because there's another game. That we've known has existed for very for a very long time, being being made at a studio currently owned by Microsoft, which has disappeared off the face of the planet, and we don't know why. And that's fable. So, like, it's conjecture at the moment that maybe something's gone wrong at Playground Games as well. But given what we've read about the initiative in the past few weeks, given what we're reading now about Undead Labs, like. <laughs> Given there are other games that are currently in development at microsoft On studios that have vanished into the ether, um, I'm starting to get a bit concerned that there's a pattern of at, wor- at, at worst, like mismanagement at Microsoft in terms of its game development studios, internal games development studios. Um, and and maybe I'm just looking at maybe I'm just looking at things and seeing seeing connections where there's no connections maybe i'm doing the whole you know pepe silvia thing like just like looking too deeply into it but i don't know like i'm a bit concerned now
1: well there's no doubt about it when they revealed fable at long last the the worst kept secret in the world um (laughs) i think we were all still saying this game is still years away it's like still what what was it? it was revealed in 2023 i believe or was it late last year what the fuck
0: is it with you in 2023 today 2020
1: i mean 2020 <laughs> i do not know my brain no like
0: no like yeah yeah games take a long time to develop i'm not i'm not saying like suggesting anything otherwise and like the things that we've seen for some of them are just like literally like boom here's a title screen but like it's just there's there's a thread emerging here and i know it's only two instances of 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 things going badly wrong at 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 microsoft development studios but like i'm starting to get like that's where i'm saying i'm starting to be concerned by like what's going on at these other studios
1: i understand where you're coming from i do understand i definitely see like where there's smoke there's definitely fire there's no doubt about that and if this has happened to two if we hear there's a third one like like there's the pattern and there is a pattern and then we will have to start again having proper conversations to being seriously worried with how phil spencer and his team are managing this whole situation and everything um when it comes to like fable and playground games we've got i think we also got to take into consideration playground games have practically only done racing car games this is a brand new whole thing when it comes to learning to how to what they need to do for an uh, open world? Sure, 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 sure. Like third, I, per, I, third. Sorry,
0: I, I picked on Fable purely because it was the first one that came to mind. Like there are others that come to mind. Rare Studios oh, yeah. was supposed to be making a game. Ninja Theory is supposed to be making several games. Like it, it's not. I'm, it's not just Playground Games. That was just the first one that sprung into my head.
1: No, I know, I know. Well, I'm just like I just wanted to like, to state that though. Like I think Fable is like. Like Gorilla for Horizon, like it's a completely whole new different. The only thing difference for the only what helped Horizon obviously because they've done big type of those type of games. that all they had to do is just learn how. to Well, well I say all they had to do. Oh yeah, do. We're gonna, I'm going to cut you off right there. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> um, but for Playground, it's changing from doing a game engine into a new engine and everything. So, but. um not engine. I mean, again, despite all gameplay. just be
0: me reading too much into stuff. Yeah, I'm no just putting it that. out there. Like, consider me officially giving Microsoft the side eye.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Giving them the side eye, just like we're watching you, Microsoft. Oh.
0: But do you know who else? I'm giving the stink eye. Maybe. I think we've given. I think we've given them nothing but the stink eye. <laughs> GDC. You didn't see that coming, did you? GDC's Activision Blizzard-sponsored Women in Games event was reportedly full of creeps. I think someone says this in the story, but I have to say it out loud right now after reading the headline. Why the fuck was Activision Blizzard sponsoring a Women in Games event at GDC in the fucking first place? With that being said, this is from Rhiannon Bevan over at The Gamer, who writes, When Activision Blizzard first faced accusations of fostering a toxic and abusive workplace, especially for women, it responded in multiple seemingly contradictory ways. While it promised to terminate those who were enabled abuse, Bobby Kotick is keeping his job, while saying that management would, quote, protect marginalized groups and quote, it stops them from unionizing. For this reason, many were skeptical when Activision Blizzard revealed it would become a sponsor of Women in Game International. Now, WIGI, or Wiggy, as I'm going to call them for the rest of this story, is under fire for both taking this money and using it to host a GDC afterparty last week. One attendee describes the event as, quote, a men's praying ground, end quote, and another says that some men in attendance were, quote, predatory, end quote. Beth Bainkey, sorry, spoke out about Wiggy's GDC afterparty on Thursday. She says, quote, there were several inappropriate men there, end quote one of which she had had to ask to stop touching her. Jessica Gonzalez, who used to work at Activision Blizzard herself, also spoke of the event in the replies, quote, It was shocking that they even held something like that. Not only didn't they read the room, they straight up set up a formula for predatory men to prey on aspiring slash established women devs, end quote. In the early hours of the Friday morning, Javiera Corder shared that, quote, several women were assaulted, end quote, at the party. She has called on Wiggy to respond to the complaints, saying, quote, it is reasonable to demand accountability from at GetWiggy on why this event was allowed to take place <coughs> in a nightclub, end quote. Benke later shared that she has now discussed these concerns with Wiggy's CEO. Joannie quote, uh quote, that's a, w- sorry, there's a, w- Oh, you know what? Because it's not supposed to be a line break there. <laughs> That's on me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm going to start that paragraph over again. Banky later shared that she has now discussed these concerns with Wiki CEO Joni Kraut. Quote, we disagreed on higher level discussions slash suggestions, but she was concerned plus interested in my smaller suggestions. I hope we see a min- at minimum a code of conduct plus enforcers slash contact info at future Wiki events, end quote. The gaming industry's fixation on alcohol-focused events has long been criticised, with many feeling it is inappropriate to hold these while many companies root out abusive behaviour. Companies such as Rockstar have further been criticised for allegedly holding work work trips in nightclubs and strip clubs.
1: Why the hell would you even allow Activision Blizzard to be here? I don't care how big they are in the industry. I don't care how essential or whatever they are in the industry whatsoever gdc you should not have allowed them to be there whatsoever um i think they were just sponsoring the
0: the event i don't care i don't
2: care no no i'm saying that. Care, i mean yeah. i
0: said it at the very top like yeah. i don't think they were there specifically i just think they sponsored their name was sponsoring the
1: event yeah well they should never have allowed them to even sponsor the event whatsoever and i hope next year they do not allow them to do this like I mean, Jessica. I'll go one
0: step further, Moody. I feel like next year there shouldn't be an alcohol-fueled after-party at an at a, at a industry event. Because I feel like exactly yeah. this was yeah, this yeah, yeah. was set up for this exact situation to, to happen. Like, with everything that we've heard and learned in the past couple of years, how did they not see what was going to happen?
1: Exactly. There's no doubt about that. Um, this is disgusting this is disgusting and this is disgusting and I think that's the only fair for this thing here. Like, We've learned nothing. Basically. Literally, yeah. They've literally learned nothing whatsoever and they've allowed like creeps to be allowed to come into this situation and to be creeps and it's... uh Do better. Seriously do better. This
0: was fucking ridiculous like yeah. to read like, and it pissed me off and like we, we would have done this last week but uh, we went off on a major tangent and... I wanted to keep this in for this week because, like I said, this is just fucking absolutely ridiculous that this situation <clears throat> was allowed to take place. We know it's not like we didn't know. We've known for years because of every single fucking story that's come out, and how many of them have involved. Fucking cube crawls, fucking alcohol, going to nightclubs, going to strip clubs, like women being assaulted in these situations, women being harassed in these situations, and then guess what? It happened at the nightclub where all the alcohol was flowing. Can we can we learn from this one? Or are we gonna have to do this again at the next industry event? The fuck? I get that, like, people want to have do parties and have a good time and blow off steam because I'm sure GDC is very hard for the people who go there to do work. But, like, can we maybe do that in a setting or a situation where women aren't being set up to be preyed upon by predatory men? Or is that too much to ask? Do we have to have a more serious conversation? Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, oh yeah. It's Activision all the way down. U.S. Senators call out unacceptable lack of accountability for Bobby Kotick in Microsoft bio. This is from Andy Chalk over at PC Gamer. He writes, United States Senators Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Cory Booker, and Sheldon Whitehouse have sent a letter to FTC Chairwoman Lena Khan asking that she investigate whether Microsoft's planned acquisition of Activision Blizzard could worsen the workplace place conditions at the company. The letter reported by the Wall Street Journal also calls out CEO Bobby Kotick's continued role at the company and quote, golden parachute, end quote, saying that failing to hold him accountable for the workplace culture he allowed to flourish would quote, be an unacceptable result, end quote, of the acquisition. Uh, The letter states, quote, workers at Activision Blizzard following years of rampant sexual misconduct and discrimination and unfair labor practices have led calls for greater transparency and accountability in the gaming industry, and we are deeply concerned that this acquisition could further disenfranchise these workers and prevent their voices from being heard. As As the proposed deal moves forward in the review process, the Federal Trade Commission should assess whether... The ways in which these companies have failed to protect their right, the rights and dignity of their workers are driven by monopoly power or amount to anti-competitive harms in our labor market, and if so, if the merger will exacerbate these problems, end quote. The letter makes a specific reference to the reported frat boy culture at Activision Blizzard and its recently finalized $18 million settlement with California's EERC arising from complaints of sexual harassment and discrimination at the company. It also notes that Activision Blizzard is facing a U.S. securities and exchange investigation into its handling of workplace misconduct complaints and that despite his claims to the contrary, Cortic was in fact aware of at least some of the allegations of sexual misconduct complaints quote, including alleged assaults, end quote, and did not report them to either the board of directors or industry regulators. The plight of QA workers also gets attention. The letter describes them as, quote, undervalued and exploited, end quote, working under contracts that pay less than living wages and subject to arbitrary layoffs. Interestingly, while Microsoft has at least normally presented itself as the good guy in this merger, most recently by saying that it, quote, will not stand in the way, end quote, of unionization efforts at Activision Blizzard, the senators do not seem impressed, calling the proposed acquisition, quote, a cynical and opportunistic attempt to capitalize on the systemic issues, end quote, at the company. They take an equally dim view of the promise that non-interference with unionization efforts, saying the commitment is, quote, so vague that it leaves multiple ways for Microsoft to undermine the unionization process and its outcome, end quote. But Kordic is clearly the prime target of the Senator's ire. The letter says more than 1,800 Activision Blizzard employees signed a letter calling for him to step down, but Microsoft is, quote, protecting him, end quote, under the terms of the acquisition, keeping him as CEO until at least 2023 and ensuring him a massive payday if and when he does leave. Quote, the lack of accountability, despite shareholders, employees, and the public calling for Kodak to be held responsible for the culture he created, would be an unacceptable result of the proposed Microsoft acquisition, end quote. To be clear, an FTC investigation into the proposed acquisition is going to happen, it's obligatory, but the letter suggests that the process may be rougher than anticipated. The general consensus earlier this year was that there might be, quote, some drama, end quote, but that approval was likely to happen. But this letter could increase the pressure on the FTC to push back against it, especially given that the buyer Biden administration in 2021 expressed an interest in high-end enforcement of antitrust laws, quote, to meet the challenges posed by the new technologies by new industries and technologies, end quote. An FTC rejection of the deal wouldn't be without precedent either. In December 2021, it sued Nvidia to stop its proposed takeover of UK-based chip designer OM, which ultimately contributed to Nvidia's decision to halt the acquisition effort. Lots of information. One. there's lots of information all at once, but we can get through it. Can I just say I, I feel vindicated because the thing they say about um, Microsoft's statement about the not wanting to stop the unions, like pretty much the exact thing I said last week, this letter says, so I feel slightly vindicated <laughs> in what I said fair. last week.
1: That's fair. No doubt about that. Um... Yeah, senators. if you guys want to do something, do something but you know, I, don't, I honestly don't think you're going to do anything at the end of the day well, this if is... you guys do, you do that is uh, that is something but I don't know, Like, there's no doubt about it there's no doubt about it, we've said it we've said it and said it on many occasions Bobby Corbeck is a piece of shit and he should not be getting away with everything that has happened at Actor Division Blizzard under his tutelage and be allowed to walk away when this deal goes through, you know, sometime summer next year with a massive payday and just walk away into retirement without any repercussions. There's no doubt about it. I completely agree with that. We all I think that's a fair statement to say that pretty much the entire industry wants us that wants that to happen. It's not gonna happen. It isn't. It's not gonna happen whatsoever. Um and I hate to say that, I just have no faith in the american justice system law firms the whole shenanigan the whole thing that america has when it comes to their fct ftc's and the whole stupidness when it comes to this i can't see him doing anything i can't see anything happening whatsoever so for me bobby kovic this piece of slime that he is will walk away from this probably probably undoubtedly
0: but maybe I don't know. Like it is, we're in a weird situation that we weren't in between the years of twenty sixteen and twenty twenty for reasons. I'm I'm not going to invoke his name. Um, like this, I feel like the senators are doing what they can to. Like I don't, I don't like. I know the UK political system a lot better than I know the US legal system, but I feel like this, like the senators themselves, can't stop a merger. And that's the FTC's job, and the FTC has to investigate it. The, as the news story we read pointed out, yeah. it's obligatory; they have to do that. Um, I feel like what Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and the rest, and the other senators in the latter are doing is they're pointing out things that the FTC should be looking into because it's things that we've said all of these things in this letters in one way or another like, we're dis- like angry I was going to say disappointed no it's like I'm not angry I'm just disappointed no I'm fucking angry that Bobby Kotick is going to get away with everything that he did at Activision Blizzard yeah absolutely like we <laughs> talked about like yeah. Microsoft's yeah we'll accept the, the unionization result like that that leaves them so much wiggle room like <laughs> You know, like, it's the it's the most wishy-washy statement they could have possibly put out. Um, Like, it calls out... I'm trying to find the, the quotes. I think I need to scroll up a bit. Sorry. Apologies. Like, it, it, it does call out a lot of things that I think need to be addressed in this merger. And, like, a lot of people seem to think this is a done deal. And maybe it is, but it's not going to be a cakewalk. Because there are legitimate any trust implications in microsoft buying activision blizzard they are two of the biggest companies in the in the video games industry this isn't trump's america anymore and anti-competitiveness doesn't just mean oh all of the things, you'll have to buy a microsoft thing to buy all of the things that activision blizzard makes like anti-competitiveness talks about it, like it touches on so many different things that this letter brings up that i don't see a lot of people in our sphere of influence talk about a lot which is like yeah it can make work conditions worse because where else are you going to go like by limiting the number of places that people can work <laughs> limits the the need for, for Activision Blizzard to change to make their working conditions better because where else are you going to fucking go Ooh, like you know we're one of the biggest you're going to go to fucking Obsidian owned by the same company motherfuckers you know like that kind of thing um, and it also touches on something that I that we both touched on when this deal was first announced, which is like, so does this mean that like people at Activision Blizzard are just going to have to suffer shit until at least twenty twenty three? Because that's fucking unacceptable, to me. Yeah. So I'm glad. I'm glad people with power in America have actually come out and said it. Like, it's about time. Some. It's about time people talk about things <laughs> like. People with there's power.
1: no, sorry. There's no doubt about. It. Yeah, I see where you're coming from with that, but I won't lie. For me, freaking <laughs> Bernie Sanders has more bloody power than bloody than I do in my bloody pinky. He huffs and he puffs and he never blows anything down. Ooh, one uh, printer throw. So. He has only I know one, senator. one senator. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. And I bet the other ones, I bet they've tried to huff and puff and they've never blown anything down or whatsoever. And it's like, that's just the crazy thing of just how it is when it comes to the American system, that's all. But obviously, I won't lie. I'm very uneducated when it comes to the American system and, uh, and everything like that. And please, if, you, if there's anyone out there who wants to simplify it for me, please freaking get in contact with me on Twitter. I will happily listen to you. There's no problem whatsoever about it because it is incredibly confusing. Um, but it works for you at the end of the day. Does yeah. it?
0: But Does it? That's like saying ours works for us. It works. I mean, it shambles forward, much like a reanimated corpse. If <laughs> you can call that working. I mean, you know.
1: It's like a little worm just jiggling along. Yeah. <laughs> I think but that's no, insulting yeah. worms, to be honest. I won't lie, like, yeah. But yeah, I like. I honestly... Yeah, it's gonna go. For me, for me, Microsoft and Activision wouldn't have signed to go push put this through if they weren't confident for it to go through. For me, oh, I'm best. sure they
0: are confident that it's gonna go through. So,
1: for me, it will probably go through. So, we'll see. But yes, I can comp- what you said? Sorry, I'm buttoning on you, and I do apologize there. Um, what you said prior, saying it is bloody disgusting that Activision Blizzard employees will have to basically suffer until this deal goes through. And even after that, because until yeah. Microsoft are able to get in to even do anything to try and sort anything out. If they even do, let's just be frank here, we've just talked about two fricking two freaking incidents that they've took their took their sweet ass time to get sorted. And we st- don't even really know if they have been properly sorted yet until further down the line. If so, they even do. Yeah, we don't even know.
0: Well, that's the thing. We talk we're like in, in the undead lab situation. We're literally reading about things that have happened, we don't really know what the situation is right now, because that's not what was talked about in in the thing that we read. Like, yeah, if they even do, sorry, it might be an unpopular opinion because Microsoft's like uh, popularity is in the ascendancy, in the ascendancy. But like, they are also a gigantic corporation, and as we try to tell people as multiple as much as possible, that corporations aren't your friends. They exist to make money for themselves. If it was in Microsoft's best interests to fucking pay all of their workers $1 an hour and they could get away with it, they would do that. Because that is how corporations work. So, yeah, we'll see. Like, I I have more faith in Microsoft than I do in other companies based on everything that they've done in the past. But, They've had two L's. They've had, they There's, there's been some stuff that's going on that's concerning to me. So we'll see what happens. Just people need to stop supporting fucking gigantic corporations like the fucking football teams. And don't even get me started on football teams. <laughs> Should we move on?
1: <laughs>
0: Saudi-owned football teams. That I keep hearing about non stop.
1: Because we're close to one.
0: I know. Oh, yeah. But look at all the money that's going to come in here. Newcastle. Okay, great. <laughs> I'll take a drink, sorry. Just needed to wet the throat after that one. Oh, that's going to win me some popularity. We'll move on. Black streamers and color of change demand uh, hashtag Twitch do better. This is from Ed Nightingale over at Eurogamer. He writes, black streamers and Twitch have joined forces with color of change on a campaign demanding hashtag Twitch do better. Last year, marginalized creators on the platform were rocked by a surge of malicious hate raids and the hashtag hashtag uh, Twitch Do Better, was used to criticise Twitch's response. This was followed by the A Day Off Twitch campaign. However, this new campaign is asking for a resurgence in support. In an open letter to Twitch CEO Emmett Shear and senior staff, black streamers state not enough has been done to support marginalised creators. While Twitch did respond to the influx of hate raids, the letter notes that Twitch only updated its safety protocols following the high-profile campaigns of black streamers, and since then, not enough has been done. Uh, The letter reads, quote, while Twitch claims to be listening to creators and building solutions to help stop unwanted harassment, it is still not offered a timeline for when these demands will be met, if at all. Twitch has shown repeatedly that it is not willing to be transparent and cares more deeply about its public image than the safety of black streamers, end quote. The letter also criticizes the recent support for Black History Month as, quote, short-term performative Black History Month initiatives, which was sorely inadequate, end quote. Uh, quote: Twitch must address its complicity in anti-black racism on the platform, and that starts with working directly with impact, impacted Black creators to determine which policy and procedural changes are needed to, to improve their safety, as well as being transparent about when these changes will be implemented. End quote. As such, black streamers and color of change have three major demands that Twitch do better. One, easily accessible and well-communicated incident feedback loops, which would allow black creators who've been harassed or hate-rated to obtain more immediate support. 2. Improved moderation practices and support which would equip black creators and their teams with the tools needed to end hate raids and protect themselves from discriminatory language, especially during featured events. And 3. Commitment to conduct a racial equality audit, which would allow Twitch to eliminate any manifestation of bias, discrimination, or hate in its policies and procedures. The campaign has been launched alongside a video featuring the experiences of four black streamers, I am Brandon, a underscore typical queer, real mama eagle, and it's Lady Kit. For more information and to add your voice, visit the Color of Change website link in the description of the podcast. <clears throat> that was last part wasn't part of the news story. That was me saying that right? it's,
1: it's down there right now. <laughs> uh, before I start anything, I think it's. Um if anyone if a person of color out there please get in contact or something like that it would have been great to possibly have someone on for this story alone because like we've already stated like La like i said last week representation is incredibly important uh for anyone like for content creators who didn't have a trans person on when it came to the harry potter thing on should have had someone on and the same goes for us on here i think we could we, could, we i think we both could have tried to get someone on here for this um but uh please get in contact if you would like to come on and everything like that, because we would love to chat to you and everything like that. Um. You know, i chat to anybody. Rep- yeah. <laughs> representation is incredibly Almost important. Anybody. Um. That no. being said. Um. Pisty white dude here. This is fantastic. And I hope something can happen from this. And you got uh, and I support you all in as best way as I will ever can for you. Um, it's the same thing like when it comes to like to do better, Ubisoft, do better, Activision, Blizzard, do better, Twitch. You need to do better, and yeah. I support um, everybody who's involved in this and everything like that. And please get in contact if you want to come on the podcast and everything so, like that. Because
0: yeah, yeah. So I think from my point of view, I'm a, I'm a little bit guilty of of taking my <clears throat> eye off the ball when it came when it came because like we, the, the hate raid started last year. Like I mean, there's always been hate raids on on Twitch, like that's unfortunately a fact of the platform because people fucking suck um when they stepped up last year i think we talked about it quite a bit we we did the whole twitch uh, day off twitch thing we like talked about that we talked about what was going on and then i feel like for me and i'm just speaking for me personally like i feel like i took my eye off this a little bit when i probably shouldn't have um so this video that was made by color of change like popped up on my timeline again and you know i watched the video i went on the website I followed all of the creators that were in the video and Color of Change, um, all the ones that I didn't already follow, um, which you should all go and do. I talked about that last week when we were talking about the the being a better ally, is go follow people on social media because that's the best way you can know these things. And yeah, I don't want to spend too long talking about this because obviously pasty white dude, pasty white chick, like... I want to get out of the way and amplify black voices, but I feel like in in this instance when we couldn't get someone on to actually talk about this, like, in depth, the way to do that is to say, this is an issue, this is what you can do about it, go do it. Yeah. Let them speak for it. Go watch the video. Go watch the Color of Change video. It's the four content creators. I'll say them again, and I'll link them all in the description of the video. I am Brandon, A underscore typical queer, real mama eagle, and it's Lady Kit. They're all fantastic people. Go watch them talk about it in the video. Go follow Color of Change. Go to their website, which is also linked in the description. Go just go do all of that. They're cool. It's cool. Hate rating isn't cool. We need to stamp it out. Twitch does need to do better for all of its creators.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I'm sick of Twitch. And I'm I'm gonna go beyond a little bit the issue that we just brought up to, to just a more generalized issue for marginalized creators. I'm sick of fucking Twitch only celebrating black creators on the front page during black history month or only celebrating LGBTQ plus creators during pride month or only celebrating women creators during women's history month. Like celebrate these people Three hundred and sixty-five days of the fucking year alongside all of the pasty straight cis white dudes that you fucking celebrate 24-7. <laughs> You'll probably get me on to use <clears throat> Twitch more just by doing that. You probably get a lot of people to use Twitch more by just doing that. Like it's fucking sucks that I have to go digging around for creators who aren't straight white cis dudes.
1: Yeah, that's not about like the but... <sighs> all companies are that though all companies do this like all companies do absolutely black but uh uh uh, what month is it oh it's black history month right well we'll we'll support them this month and then we'll forget about them for the other over 11 months of the year
0: oh it's pride month let's change our let's change our logo to a rainbow or do what skittles do and make all of their fucking skittles white like guys i don't think you thought this through (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah that was that was they've done it twice i'm hoping
0: they do it a third time so i can because i'm gonna buy a pack of those skills and i'm just gonna keep them just for the irony Like, what the fuck but yeah um go follow everything and click on all the links in the description and and just educate yourself and 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 when someone from a marginalized community asks you to do something to to better some part of of their experience be it on Twitch or like just in their lives in general do it do it indeed do it Um, we're going to move on to tidbits see this I'm keeping control of the podcast and the time and I'm getting better and better at it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whoop whoop
2: whoop whoop.
0: We can do the we can do the new story. I was going to do as a tidbit because basically uh, the Russian loop hero developers are telling players to pirate the game because of sanctions, meaning that no one can actually buy the game. They're being supported by the publisher in this instance, Devolver Digital.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah
1: they're the ones saying to do it so yeah I guess go and do it I do not support piracy whatsoever but with the dev who are telling me to do it I guess go for it I guess it's they're, they're the ones promoting it for a that it's always an uncomfortable thing for me like to it's, say go, yes, go go support piracy type of thing oh it's like go, uh, so, in, but, in
0: this instance in this in, in this rare instance I, a, can't, I can't believe these words are going to come out of my mouth but by pirating Loop Hero, <laughs> you are actually supporting the developers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> In this, this one weird. instance.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Don't use that as a blanket fucking thing <laughs> to, like, pirate everything. Like, mm-hmm. like, you can't buy the game because sanctions Russia. Like, and even if you, like, could buy the game. Like, I suppose you can still buy the game, but they're not going to get paid for it. So, like, you buy Lupe on Steam. The dev's not going to get paid for it because they're being sanctioned like there's no banks for them to get the money so yeah pirate the game instead i get where they're coming from
1: yeah no doubt about it i completely get where they're coming from feels weird it's yeah. just weird isn't it it's just weird isn't it? it's like <laughs> to help the developer pirate their game <laughs> well you it's more of a you're better off
0: doing that than buying it <laughs> yeah 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 it's 2022 what a fucking ride this is, man. Um, yeah. Epic Games has now raised $100 million for Ukraine humanitarian efforts via Fortnite profits. That uh, is still actually going on until tonight at the time of recording today, so it'll be finished. So that's number. Next week when we report on it is going to be higher still.
1: (laughs) Well done. That's fantastic. A lot of money. It really is, yeah.
0: We love to see it. We really do. Uh, Capcom is raising the wage of its Japan Staff by thirty percent.
1: I loved seeing this. I loved seeing this. This was amazing to read this, and uh yeah, just fantastic. Well done.
0: That's good.
1: Innovators. That's good. You know Capcom uh, want to become innovators.
0: Capcom are being innovative. What are they doing? They're paying their staff a better wage innovation <laughs> i fucking hate it yeah. um but yeah no it's a great it's great to see like you know like yeah like reward devs for their hard work reward everybody for their hard work like it's great to see yeah did you watch my uh elden ring elden ring review yes did you did you catch the sarcastic joke i put in the middle of it about from software treating the staff better <laughs>
1: i may have no. made a comment don't think i, I think i missed that one. So,
0: no, I did a um, I did a thing where I was like, whoever came, like, you know, I say this in reviews a lot, where it's like, oh, whoever came up with this thing deserves a raise. And then, as I was saying it in the in the recording, I, I made a very sarcastic comment about, well, maybe you should give script. everyone a raise. By the looks of it, from just <laughs> gives me another reason to watch it. Just rewatch it; you'll catch it. It's very quick. I was speaking really fast throughout that entire video. You were, but.
1: That's so why I think I didn't catch it. It's <laughs> just the way I
0: talk. Like I you don't know. Um. Anyway, and uh, we got Microsoft is reportedly launching an Xbox Game Pass Family plan later this year.
1: Good idea. It's a great idea.
0: Yeah. Uh, you would consider us family, right,
2: <laughs> brother? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what up, sis? <laughs> what up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely, we get something to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I mean the family uh, plan—the the, the pan game plus family plan. <laughs> no, no, it's not going to be a process thing. I'm just going to get you to adopt me. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I, I I'd accept you,
1: that. me mean, the main the misses have always said we want kids, so <laughs> let's do it.
0: I'm right here. I'm right, here. take me. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is you get a kid who, who can help with the rent <laughs> and you don't need I'm to sold. feed me
2: I'm <laughs> fucking sold you don't even need to feed
0: me win win
2: Sweet.
1: I'm sold
2: <laughs> oh
0: dear uh, <laughs> Halo developer admits fans are quote out of patience end quote with a lack of Halo
1: Infinite updates and communication Gamers have very little patience. (laughs) Have you not realized this? Of course they were going to run out of patience.
0: Come on. I can't believe I'm going to say this sentence. In gamers' defense, defense, it's been five Five, months. (laughs) Five, five, six months now. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like, guys, we were just talking about this on the stream last night when we were talking about uh, Among Us. It's like I, I understand that game development is challenging difficult and takes time but when you make a game like Halo Infinite you need to keep people invested in that game and you do that with new stuff um like when we talked about Halo Infinite when we when we reviewed it in the big long review we did in in December and I said like I'm interested putting aside the multiplayer aspect of it for a moment I'm interested to see where the story goes next because they're talking about Halo Infinite being a platform like and there's a definite like tease for whatever comes next and then it's just been nothing like not even a hey we're going to talk about this at some point yeah in time and like so I can see where the multiplayer frustrations may be coming from as well like I'm sure there's Halo- plenty of people who are being shitty about it, and they should yeah. not be being shitty about it. But
1: Halo Infinite is a game, that actually, that I'll still, i say. I think I said last year, there's a game that should not have come out last year. They held it to as late as they could have, that they felt like it was going to be a good enough game to for out. But it's a game that should have been pushed till next to this year. And they should have probably even held it off for the entire year until later later until fall this year. And then they could have had not only accumulated enough content to be able to stretch it out to give it a good good enough amount of content for it and it would have I think could have blown everyone away even more than it did the last year. It got a lot of hype and it got and it was very successful. Congratulations to the entire team. But sadly I see where you're coming from. Like that, that, it's been like five, six months now. But at the same time, this was the game that they were like cracking hard on to get it sorted as fast as they could within a year, basically. And they did an incredible job to be able to put out a multiplayer that is very well received in a story mode, and and everything that was very well received yeah. as well. So it's that weird situation of I don't know if I necessarily
0: agree that the game should have been delayed, like any further than it already was like i mean i guess i do as a concept because like obviously like the longer you take to make a game the better it's going to be regardless like unless there's development issues like but like i mean the game that we got was my number two game of 2021 so like i'm not really going to sit here and go well it could have been better i guess it could have been better by like one spot (laughs) like like on my list but like i play the campaign i love the campaign and campaign and i play the multiplayer i love the multiplayer like the and, but I get where you're coming from as well, where it's like, that's cool and everything, but like it's it's also, unfortunately, a live service game, and part of that live service package is you need to update it every now and again. Um, and it's not just necessarily the lack of updates, as it is, like, that would be frustrating, as it is lack of communication, which is, 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 like, piles on top of it, where it's like, even if you've got nothing coming for the next couple of months, if you just be more communicative and open... Like the frustration will be felt less because at least, like, even if it's like, oh, we're working on this new fucking gun, it's like cool. At least, it's like, I can see a thing that you're working on.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, you
0: know what I mean. Yeah, like,
1: that's... yeah, I think it's a bit of both in the middle. I think it's somewhere we're in the middle somewhere. Like, so yeah, like Phil. Um, yeah, probably.
0: Uh, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild sequel has been pushed to spring 2023.
1: who didn't see this coming (laughs) joe (laughs) medforce the thought the medforce was not strong with you there sir (laughs) at all um but yeah um, yeah
0: yeah the game's the game's not coming out until spring 2023 honestly good because at the moment it gives me more time to play other games like (laughs) there's
1: a lot of games coming out this year um Mm -hmm perfect so. time for a bayonetta three just to slide into that fall season perfectly alongside like pokemon and yeah god knows what else yeah uh, we did
0: this there's a podcast a few weeks ago so i'm not gonna re- like start going oh all the games but like yeah like it's fine like take your time like this happened with breath of the wild as well <laughs> i feel like it was like it was delayed constantly for like two three years so like yeah just take your time make an amazing game we'll see you in spring it's cool the first one came out in spring
1: yeah it'll come out in time for horizon 3 <laughs> i can't take i cannot take uh praise for that joke that was from sean capri i saw his tweet and hey, it was just like, I yeah mean, that made me giggle so shout out at, at sean capri on Twitter. like yeah <laughs> like i'm sure like nintendo
0: <laughs> called uh bandai namco and, and they were just like look we wanted, we wanted, look, we really want to release Breath of the Wild 2 at the same time as Horizon for West, but we're just not going to get there in time. Is there anything you can do? And Bandai were just like, don't worry about it. We've, Elden Ring's nearly finished. Like, we got, we continue the meme. We've got this. It's fine. <laughs> we got you back, Nintendo. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Hyperlight Breaker, <clears throat> a fully 3D roguelite follow up to Hyperlight Drifter, is coming in 2023.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah I mean yeah. I liked Hyper Light Drifter never
1: played a kind of common um, not, your, so. not your kind of
0: game I don't think Um, speaking of someone who knows you quite well I don't think you I think you would appreciate the art style which is incredible and the music which is incredible the game is incredible but I don't think it's your kind of game that's fair um, whereas this has co-op well, does it? <laughs> yeah Hyper Light Breaker yeah it's going to have uh, co-op
1: so all the things you've just said you want to drag me in as a co-op aren't? come on let's go <laughs> i'll stay behind with my little sword we need to play. play yeah
2: just
0: just get behind me <laughs> <laughs> i think we need to play more co-op games in general like we we played um nobody exactly, saves the world yeah. at the start of the year and even though we didn't really like the game very much like the the act of playing that game together was fun. was fun so yeah, yeah. I need to yeah. we I need to like look at my backlog and see if there's any co-op games on there. Um, oh, here it is. PlayStation has filed a new trademark for Knack. Knack three, baby.
1: <laughs> well, Knack two did have co-op, so. Uh, uh well, let's not go.
0: Let's not let's not be too hasty about what let's let's have some standards about what we play like together. Just. I can't wait for Knack three to be a thing because it's just like. How? <laughs> how, is it, how is this still happening?
1: How? Uh, how is this still happening?
0: Like, does the game sell well? I don't get it. It must. It must. It, it doesn't, doesn't do sell well. well. Like, it doesn't review well. Like, I don't understand what's happening. But I guess yeah. if it's selling, like, I guess. Like, is it easy to make, like, relative to other video games? Like... <clears throat> There's, there's a reason this keeps coming up
1: yeah it's called he's um uh what was the architect guy who, who shit, was architect he was talking was... about
0: hard drives and yeah shit
1: shit mark cerny, mark cerny. Mark cerny. yeah mark, mark cerny. Cerny, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it's him it's him he's just like oh do you want you want me to do the architect for season for playstation 5 yeah, yeah? Yeah. This is okay, it. I want NAC three. <laughs> no, no, this is it. He's like, oh,
0: you want me to get up on stage and talk about hard drives for an hour and become a meme? I want NAC three. And then PlayStation was just like, well, we need, we need you. So, yeah, we'll make that happen. Uh, everybody's golf online service is shutting down this September. Fuck, I like that game. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Unless you're going to give me Everybody's Golf to PlayStation. We're going to have beef over this. Everybody's golf's a cool game. I like it. Yeah. And I don't want you to shut the servers down. Boo, I say. Boo. Boo. Ab- <laughs> Episode 5 is leaving the PlayStation Plus collection didn't realize this was going to be a thing like that instant game collection. Apparently games are going to come out of it. So uh grab it if you've got PS plus because um, you can just click the button and add it to your library. Duh.
1: Slipped respect respect. Um, can't be far for I've said it already, but I'll say it again for persona for persona six announcement
0: oh no oh, it's can't coming soon like, TG, keep your eyes on uh, TGS this year um, but because um, they're doing a whole thing with Persona but uh, like not not. I mean not specifically TGS I just mean in general like they're doing like things with like Persona announcements but uh, yeah like Persona 6 can't be far away we'll see what happens um, lastly, Twitch has suspended the boost, the paid boost train feature after porn was highlighted on the front page.
1: <laughs> Wait, did, if I remember he didn't um, uh, Blue Hedgehog Guy, streamer, Sonic, Ninja, didn't he? created a channel or someone created a channel and share was after he left um, and went to mixer and then like he went to mixer and i'm pretty panel, sure someone
0: streamed porn on his channel yeah think. yeah yeah <laughs> don't really don't, me on that
1: they really don't get uh like well like, it's the, like it's just twitch great man. like
0: i'm glad this feature is dead because it's a dumb feature um and it went out in in the most twitch way it possibly could have <laughs> Exactly. With porn. (laughs) Well played, Twitch. Um, But yeah, like, obviously, like, fucking Jesus. All right. (laughs) Logging on to twitch.tv and being like, well, what pasty white there? Got a pop-up for for my antivirus all of a sudden there. Apologies, people watching the podcast on YouTube. Um, Yeah, what pasty white dude am I going to see on the front page of Twitch? Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I did not expect to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect to see this much of a pasty
0: white dude on Twitch. Ah. <laughs> my eyes, my eyes. Nothing wrong with porn, but surprise porn is a bit. <laughs>
1: Just looking at it, you just go, ah, let's watch some Fortnite. <laughs> oh my
0: God, what's going on on Fortnite? Oh, I wonder if anybody's <laughs> streaming out <else> in <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mommy, what's that man volume, doing that vol- Volume turned up
0: and fucking someone's walking <laughs> past the front door of your room and it's just like shit. What are oh, you doing shit. in this? Just like I'm trying to watch <laughs> Elden
2: Ring, <laughs> but it's got <gone> all crazy. <laughs> but somebody paid a
0: bunch of money and boosted some porn onto the front page of Twitch. <laughs> My world is collapsing. <laughs> oh, it's time for games out this week, Moody.
1: Time for games out just you, Damien.
0: On April 5th, LEGO Star Wars, the Skywalker <coughs> Saga comes to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Play through all nine Star Wars Saga films in a brand new Lego video game, unlike any other. Experience fun-filled adventures, whimsical humour, and the freedom to fully immerse yourself in the LEGO Star Wars Galaxy. So you copy that. Uh, also on April 5th. MLB The Show 22 comes to PlayStation, Xbox and Switch and will also be available in Game Pass. With the all new MLB The Show, there are more ways than ever for gamers to play craft the perfect team, round up your friends to see who's champion of the couch or online, or spend an evening ranking in ho- raking in homers as you progress your career to the big leagues in Road to the Show. Then on April 7th, Chinatown Detective Agency comes to Xbox Switch and PC. Chinatown Detective Agency is a cybernoir point and click adventure blending stunning retro design with innovative mechanics. Play as Amira Dharma, an ex-cop who just opened her own detective agency. Choose your clients, travel around the world. And solve dangerous cases using real world research. Also on April 7th, out there. Oceans of Time comes to PC. Out There, Oceans of Time is a space exploration game that puts you at the helm of an interstellar mission of discovery spanning a vast and vibrant cosmos. Lastly, on April 7th, we also have Forgive Me, Father, which is coming to PC. Forgive Me, Father is a dark, retro FPS, a uh, horror FPS set in a comic book-style world inspired by the novels of H.P. Lovecraft. As the only one left with full senses, you begin a journey in search of answers and relief. How long <clears> can you last? Chinatown detective oh. agency looks sick by the way <laughs> like cool. i'm so excited for that game
1: i was literally uh, like obviously sorry copy and paste lego star wars Skywalker saga i was literally just thinking oh that'll have co-op yeah <laughs> local split screen doesn't have online multiplayer interesting but i was and i was like are you crazy man because i was literally thinking oh that could be a nice little co-op thing for us to man. play yeah no, I, like you know what i have no interest this- in playing a lego game why like, it's just not
0: really my bag, but yeah. I could have fun playing a Lego game with
1: yeah. you. And no, uh, and this game's been delayed two years. This was meant to come out in twenty twenty. Like uh, small indie games,
0: like with limited developers and and limited budgets and stuff. I get like maybe you know like not implementing an online multiplayer game, but it always bums me out when a multiplayer game doesn't have online.
1: Apparently, it once had it's, online co-op mode. It's just but like
0: it's just like cut. Hey, game developers, <clears throat> do you see a fucking couch in here? No. Well, I can't play a couch co-op then, can I? <laughs> it
1: was cut from development during the development cycle. Wait, what was behind me there?
0: Oh, it fine. It's just my shoes. <laughs> I was like, wait, what have I left behind me? I oh, know. <laughs> it's fine. We're good. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Chinatown Detective Agency he looks sick. I'm really looking forward to adding it to the pile of games I'll eventually get around to playing. Um, Let's move on to Open Critic Head to Head. This is the game myself and Moody play every single week where we try to guess the Open Critic average of one upcoming game. Whoever guesses closest to the result gets a point. If you manage to guess the score correctly, you get two points. Last week, we tried to guess the Open Critic average of weird... West. I guessed it would get an 83, Moody guessed it would get a 77, and at the time of recording, Weird West has an open critic average of 77, which means Moody gets two points and ties the scores up at 6-6. We're
1: just duking it out right
0: now. <laughs> this is exactly what happened last year. You started it off, you got the first point, then I rocketed into the lead, and then you pulled me back. This is just what's happened. This is just how it works. <laughs> The game is perfectly balanced
1: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> to mean that like nobody things, gets too far just, ahead. <laughs> just like all just things. Just like all things, be. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, the game is perfectly balanced so that no one gets away. It's great. I love it. If someone starts pulling ahead, like, it all goes fucking tits for them. <laughs> they stop scoring points. Um, but This week, we're going to try and guess the open critic average of Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga.
1: Louis Lego Star, Lego games don't really review the greatest. I mean, but this one, like, they've really apparently like they've it was built up from the ground up. They've like changed the engine and changed how they do things, like, when it came to creating this game. That's obviously why they've had bad, terrible crunch culture at the develop at the studio right now. (laughs) Thanks, TT, (laughs) but um. Star Wars ones, though, have reviewed reasonably well. I'm going to go 80. 80. What, I feel like I want to go lower.
0: Do that. <laughs> Set it now. It's in there. If I can put it in there. There we go. Like, the cursor on my screen on here, right? Like, you know, the blinking cursor is literally, like, in the middle of the zero. This is why I always have trouble writing the numbers in this part, because for some reason, on this part of the dock, the cursor is just fucked. <laughs> I don't Doesn't know where you. I'm typing. <laughs> um, Lego, Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga. I don't know. Like, I'm coming at this from a bit of a different direction than you, because like, on the one hand, Lego, LEGO games in general... Are okay. They're good. They're fun. But, like, they're not like groundbreaking video games in any way. So, I always sort of like, I would assume that they would always sort of get like good review scores, not amazing review scores. <clears throat> but I'm very, I've been beat. I've had this, like, let's just, like, we've been playing Open Critic head <clears throat> for a couple of years, right? And I have had the shit kicked out of me by over inflating my scores on indie games and under shooting on AAA games because this is just where we're at. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure part of that is my unconscious bi- conscious bias, let's be frank, um, towards AAA games in general. Um, so basically like I don't know what I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this game anymore. Um, so I don't know like fucking I'm just gonna put some numbers in like off the keyboard and we'll see what happens. Like you ready for this? Wait, I need to make sure I'm going to roll
1: a dice. I'm not rolling a dice.
0: <laughs> I'm not rolling a dice. But look, you would see for everybody watching the video podcast, and Moody can confirm, I'm looking up. I'm not looking at my keyboard. That one and that one. 9,656. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> we'll try that again. But only push two buttons this time that one and that one. <laughs> All right, 7E, so 70, seven. 73, it rhymes. So 7, huh? <laughs> 7.
1: <laughs> 9,000. <laughs> it's over 9,000! When I first saw the first one go and 9, I was thinking, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Then, then it went six, I went, oh, okay, Amy. <laughs> and you literally did just looking, roll a dice, didn't you? I wasn't looking, I was <laughs> looking up. I was running my
0: fingers along the, the thing and I just happened to push four buttons at once by accident. But it's fine. I pushed two and it came out as 73. That's my guess. I don't know, moody. I don't know anything about Lego games. I feel like I don't know about anything about game reviewers. I feel like I don't know anything about AAA games anymore. <laughs> Is it called Elden Ring? Then I got no fucking idea.
1: <laughs> Elden Ring has broken. You're like, there's no doubt.
0: Um, it has broken. That's it. You. It's gonna do it. Two hundred episodes. Two hundred and ninety-nine of the podcast.
1: Oh wow, we're at ninety-nine. And we gonna go. I want. For I
0: want everybody who listens to this podcast for the next seven days. I want you. Going to have question. What are you doing for your 300th episode? I want you to take that question. I want you to stretch it up into a tight little ball. And then I want you to shove it up your ass because this is a news podcast. We're going to do the news. That's what we do. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> after telling my entire audience to shove something up their ass, that's a great place to end. Thanks for joining but- me, Moody. It's been a blast. As
1: always, it's a pleasure.
0: we're We're doing a salute this week. Say bye, Moody.
1: Bye.